0: Greetings, travelers. The following episode is of listener tales. Now, we do not read these ahead of time, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, I'm author Mark Muncy. And I'm author
1: Erica Lance.
0: And this is Eerie Travels. Greetings, travelers.
1: Greetings, travelers, and our nightmare November.
0: Oh yeah, nightmare November continues. Yes, I love it. So okay, I love that you actually did that with me this time because I. Oh feel yeah, like... no, I've been trying. I've been trying. I'm I'm, I'm kind of having fun. Uh, my that whole episode we did on horror hosts has uh-huh. revived this love of horror hosts in me. So I'm I'm I may fool around with that. I'm not saying anything right now, and I'm making any announcements. But uh, uh, the caretaker might return from Hellview at some point. Um, so.
1: I think that I have to come up with a horror host character. Then we yeah. should we, we could talk about books or movies. Anyway, oh yeah, that would be get, good. That would be so much fun. Okay. Side note. All side right. note.
0: All Lambo. right, listeners out there, leave us comments if you would like Eric and I's takes on uh, movie reviews and book reviews. To be at actually a separate thing than this, instead of where we work it into this every once in a while.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. This is
0: a Nightmare November special
1: episode, right? Yes, a very special episode because we just get inundated, which we love with listener questions and stories, So we thought we'd run a little special to say thank you to you guys and
0: answer your questions and read your stories. And we get so much feedback on these that you people love them. So we are happy to do more and more of these because, you know, to be honest, hey, less work for me on research. But uh, (laughs) but,
1: that is not uh, that is not uh, what we get out of uh, this. The
0: Real reason is, is this gives me more places to research and more things to do. So I'm very happy. So we will do uh, a few listener questions, and then we'll do a couple listener tales, one or two listener tales, and then we'll break, and we'll come back. We have so many listener tales, we're going to do a whole, the whole second half will be listener tales. Absolutely. Okay. Um. Do you want to begin, or do you want me to begin? Let's just jump right in. No breaking news. Let's go right
1: into this. You go right ahead. Okay. So this first listener question is from Brandy. Well, hello, Brandy. Hi, Brandy. Oh, she says, greetings, travelers. Greetings. Oh, greetings. Have you all or anyone you know been seeing lots of black shadows recently? Are black things running out or flying in front of you while driving? Or is it just me? Oh, well, oh. well, Brandy, you know, I think this got sent to us in October. If I yep. and I'm going to say that it was just a crazy month and me and Mark have talked about it a little bit, for me at least. I think that the veil being so thin, lots of weird stuff was happening everywhere. Now, that's that's my take. Yeah, Mark, we your thoughts?
0: Email, you know, listener tales from Black Hat Men, you know, the, the Hat Man. We've been getting some uh, shadow figures and shadow people. Uh, yeah. One of the stories in Erie Appalachia was a fun story a family sent me. They were moonshiners and they decided to kick up their moonshine a little bit by mixing in a few ingredients that Granny said would cause things to be a little interesting. And what they didn't realize is Granny was basically an Appalachian witch. So oh. she had fun stuff to mix in with that stuff. They never did tell me exactly what the ingredient was because, hey, they don't want to give away a trade secret. It worked. They had a great time and the whole family came over for a big get together. But while they were doing it, they would see shapes running around out of the corners of their vision, little tiny black things. And they thought it was rats or you know other things. So they started getting scared of them. And that's when they got close to them and they realized these are this is scary. These are things. And one of the guys described it as it basically looked like the head of venom from the comic books rolling around with just this oily teeth and oily eyes. They were terrified of it. They caught one of them in a bag and they reached in to try to grab it. And the guy screams, it bites, it bites. So that's what they wind up calling those is they call those shapes, those shadows, it bites.
1: I don't I don't like any of that.
0: No, it was uh, terrifying. I think Carrie's illustration of it's pretty amazing in the book, if I do say so myself. And the guy was like, hell yeah, that's it. And what was funny, about two weeks after they emailed me that and I was writing it in the book, they called me up and said, we're going to jail. So the, the, the feds busted us and then oh my. As the book came out. I got another call from them. Well, we're out of the jail and we're back at it. So <laughs> <laughs> well, ain't, all ain't, then. Using, ain't using none of granny's kicker, but we're enjoying it. So, oh, that is hysterical. Yeah, Western, that Western is... Pennsylvania gang, Western Pennsylvania. You gotta so,
1: love it. You gotta yeah.
0: love it. Okay. All right. Your next so one. This one was sent directly to me and it says, So is there anything in the Appalachians I should be worried about when it comes to hearing a whistle? There is a neighborhood dog that likes to hang out on my porch. Roughly 15 minutes ago, she was sound asleep on my porch and something startled her awake. She started barking at the same patch of woods behind the trailer across the street from me. She'd been barking on and off since 1130. She jumped up and ran into the woods. I've been watching on my camera. And as soon as she hit the backside of the trailer, she just stopped barking. Worried about her, I went outside and tried calling her back. It was completely silent. Then all of a sudden I hear whistling, like someone trying to call a dog coming from the woods. Yeah, I went back right in after that. I know there are things you don't mess with in the mountains. I watched my camera to make sure she came back and she did less than a minute later. Tracy T. So the question is, is there anything in the woods I should be worried about when it comes to hearing a whistle, yes. Yes. <laughs> Super yes, Tracy. Super yes. The hide behind. You've got a few other things that like to imitate whistling sounds. Now, uh, now, the least of which is, uh, you know, just like mockingbirds and some other things like that, which might lead you off of something, you know, they're up in a tree and you might be trying to go out to them and fall off a cliff or something. So you just got to be careful out in the woods but whistling there are some folklore reasons you don't do it too so
1: yeah there are some potentially very gnarly things out in the woods so i would heavily recommend heavily recommend that you um do not respond and do not go in that direction that is that is my official recommendation
0: yeah, that would be, um, that's a big nope, for America. Yep, it's
1: a big nope. That is the recommendation from the eerie Travel Show.
0: <laughs> I would say also, yeah, if it does continue, let us know. We'd be happy to, you know, see if we can get somebody out your way to, you know, investigate the property and stuff,
1: so. Yeah, no, absolutely, because if it does continue, it is probably something you might want looked into. Yeah, could be, yeah. you know, any, oh, any no. manner
0: of spirit or deviation, so
1: telling you, Appalachians scare the crap out of me. Okay, next one. This is from Frank. Oh, hello, hello, Frank. Hello, Frank. Friday afternoon around 4 p.m., while my cousin and I were hunting near Smithsburg, West Virginia, we witnessed a white tic-tac-shaped UFO flying above us at an altitude of approximately 2,000 feet. The sight was awe-inspiring, and we were amazed by the object's slow and steady flight. We even wondered where the wings were. The UFO continued to fly until it disappeared over the horizon. Do you know anyone else who witnessed this phenomena? I did report it to MUFON like you suggested. Is there anywhere else I should report it? Wow. Thanks, Wait Frank. a minute. Didn't we have a previous listener tale that described this, but it was not in West Virginia? It was, it was near there,
0: though. I thought there was another listener tale that brought this up previously. I will have to go into the Wayback Machine and see, but I do not recall that off the top of my head. I do know there were sightings in West Virginia. If you could tell us exactly which Friday afternoon that was, I should probably have pulled it up from the email, Uh, but these get forwarded into a form and then sent to us so we don't always get the exact date. But I can check and reporting it to MUFON, fantastic. That is definitely one of the ways to go. I know a lot of MUFON guys from West Virginia aren't, happy with West Virginia Mufon at the moment, but it's still the best you know place to look. Uh, there are other UFO reporting sites for West Virginia. Our boys at Wild and Weird Radio, those would be guys I would reach out to. They are amazing. They have a Facebook group you can reach out to as well.
1: And we, so, we'll put a link in the show notes for you guys for Wild and Weird Radio so you can oh yeah, reach out to yeah, them. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm glad to. Okay, Mark, All Right? Yeah, but
0: like I said, but the Tic Tac shape Yeah. And they, they don't have wings. That's the big thing. No wings.
1: I just scrolled Mm -hmm. and and we got another email from our friend. Oh no. Yeah. I, I'm going to take this one. I know we normally go back and forth, but I'm, I'm, here we go.
0: All right. All right. Okay.
1: I think you're missing the point of my concerns. I mean, you know, ill will, I'm trying to protect you from all the things best left unspoken. Keep to the hills, keep to the histories. If you dig too deep into the unknown depths of the heavens, then you are at great peril. Do not mock the dark. It is already attached to you both. You may attract the attention of things far worse than I, X. Wow. Ah,
0: This guy. This, 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 this guy. Uh. He's, he's a winner.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to say, X, we're not mocking the dark. No. I, you you keep saying things like that, but we have a genuine curiosity and interest. At the same time, we don't, and I hope listeners, you see this, we want you to make up your own minds about the stories that we hear you know, we do believe that as X-Files said it the truth is out there.
0: It's just what is the truth we we don't necessarily know. You even go by X listener so I'm sure you're dipping into that X-Files, you know, mythology there and um you know, we want to talk about it all. We we're not going to just stop one thing because I, we're interested in all of it. You know, so yeah, we like UFOs, we like ghosts, we like monsters. There are some we like more than others. We also just like dark history and unusual things. This is all what we're about. And so we're not mocking it. We understand you mean us no ill will. I like to hear that. That's good, especially after your previous one, which did seem a little aggressive. You know, we're happy, you know, that we're making a, a dent in this world. You know, we're leaving our mark on the folk. We're keeping the folklore alive, gang. But we're also, hey, we're helping people reach out and contact other people. And if nothing else, that's gosh, that's 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 good enough for me. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. I'll do the next one. I am in need of some help. Let's see, Here we go. Uh, I am currently writing a novel and I seem to remember hearing on your show something about not leaving your shoes outside at night. I'm trying to find the story behind why you should not do this and what happens when you do. Do you know anyone that has a link to a story or can explain this to me? I would greatly appreciate it. I would like to use it in the storyline of the book I'm writing. If I remember this correctly, if you leave your shoes outside at night, something that looks like you tried to convince people inside to let you in or it lures you out. Not sure which one it is. Not sure if it is a spirit or a shapeshifter or what it is. And if there is no folklore like this, might be a good place to start a new short story. Signed, Dia. Oh, wow. Wow. Hello. Um, Hello. I don't remember us talking about that. But I also don't remember a lot of things. Uh, well, I, does that have, I don't think that has anything to do with the Ruguru, right? No. Um, now, you don't leave your shoes outside at night, mostly because, uh, particularly out west, that's where scorpions and stuff will like to crawl into your shoes. And that's why, you know, you want to protect them. You don't want them to get uh, stuff in them. And that actually goes back also, you know, like medieval history, you know the knights always protected their shoes more than they protected their armor because they didn't want things inside them. You know, and that's, you know, you don't want snakes crawling up in there. You don't want other things crawling up in there that you might object to a foot suddenly coming in there.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. But you know, we just had Sally on our recent podcast and she had something
0: knocking at the door. That's true. Trying trying to get in. Shapeshifters and dog man and other things like that. You've, 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 hit the nail on the head with that so
1: good luck on the short
0: story we'd love to hear it
1: yeah i was gonna say listeners if you know of something that we don't know of please share it with us but otherwise it sounds like an amazing story and i hope you send it to us because i would like to read that now i'm never leaving my shoes outside ever ever (laughs) again because i feel like it's gonna go left for me
0: so i just I, well claudius will pick them up if you leave them inside he'll pick them up well, and claudius
1: go if depending on the type of shoe might even eat it i know yeah, that
0: that's true. that's true so all
1: right i'm aware okay no that's um yeah no oh, thanks, okay Steve. that was nice i like that okay dear mark and erica hi hello. who wins it a... <laughs> okay i love this one. Oh my gosh who wins in a fight, Dogman, Cocaine Bear, or Mothman? This is Eric. Well, oh, hello, yeah. Eric. Hello, um, Eric. Thank you. for I that. I have my vote, and I think yeah. that it it is for the fifteen minutes that Cocaine Bear was still alive. It only lasted
0: four minutes. So four yeah. minutes
1: for those four minutes, he might be the winner to me.
0: I uh, I think he probably was you know whacked out of his mind, so he probably wouldn't have fought. Mothman, as we know, the only victim we know of Mothman, and we're not even sure it was a victim of Mothman, was Bandit, the 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 dog. So Mothman has beaten a dog, but has Mothman beaten a dog man?
1: No, I you have know. to choose one. I mean, if we're really going for viciousness, I'm going to be honest, I think it would be Dogman.
0: I think so too. And uh, the one, well, yeah, one of my favorites is the Dogman of Defiance in Ohio. He was so badass, he carried a stick. He carried a club. Just yeah to death with so you know so dog man can use tools so yeah i would i would I, my edge goes to Dogman and in all this i agree I, yeah much as i love Mothman i think Mothman's a path pacif- pacifist i think cocaine bear would have blown out of his mind so i i think definitely Dogman is the is the winner i agree i agree i agree oh my gosh so well that thank you all for those questions uh i think it's time for some stories we got so many stories so let's oh yes in here before the break so, okay Okay. Want me to do this one then.
1: What you can, you can, you can take it away.
0: All right. Greetings, travelers. Greetings. Greetings. This is not my story. These oh, experiences that's... happened to my younger brother. This takes place 2009 and 2011. That's perfectly acceptable. So, uh, my family and I moved into a home in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, about a oh, mile. I
1: know where that is
0: because I
1: lived in Green Lake, Wisconsin. So, little holla out Um, there okay there
0: you go about a mile from lake winnebago the neighborhood was a U shape with houses everywhere and a dense forest to the right that had a pond and railroad tracks cutting through we are all convinced our home was built on indigenous land and here's why well it probably was
1: you know my previous story about being in green lake wisconsin and the indian thing i talked about that in my ghost episode yes a hundred
0: percent it probably Probably was. My brother was around four or five years old, and he started having extreme night terrors as soon as we moved in. He said he, these tall goats standing on two legs would surround him in his bedroom, then lead him to the basement where they would pounce on him and he'd wake up. He described the goats as extremely tall with long, messy hair over glowing red eyes and very sharp pointed teeth and the horns looked more like a devil's instead of a ram. They did not wear clothes. They murmured when they spoke, so we couldn't hear what they were saying. He called them dramas. We thought he had just a vivid imagination, but he did not have these dreams anywhere outside of the house. Every single night, he would dream about them. Then he would spend the night at a friend's house across the street or the hotel my father was staying at, and he would absolutely have no dream. He was terrified to sleep at home and said it felt like they were real. He said they wanted to hurt him and our family. This happened for three years straight until we moved, and he'd never dreamt of them again. Now my brother is 18 and a successful young man. We still bring this up often. He's tried drawing them several times, but he says he can still remember them. He cannot, but says he can still remember them vividly. No idea where he got the name dramas from, I've showed him pictures of the goat man, and he says it looks similar, but not quite. Kind of like a mix of a goat man and a Wendigo. Him and I are both firm believers of cryptids, missing four one one, and other phenomena. We've lived in a house with a spirit after we moved, but this spirit was the old owner of the house, and he just liked to play harmless tricks on us. His son would come over and tell him to knock it off, and it would stop for a bit. I love that. Uh, oh, we, me too. We've been around friendly spirits, so what the did he see when he was a kid at that house no one else had any dreams like that but my mom and i each have our own weird experience in that house that we can't explain this has been a mystery in our family that will probably never be solved but he firmly believes something sinister was trying to communicate with him and ever since that our life has honestly turned to shit and we've had the worst bad luck any idea what this could have been him and i are appreciative of any response thank you for reading. Uh, This is not something he had seen on TV either. The only thing he watched was Disney Channel, and my parents did not watch horror movies. They didn't watch anything they deemed as inappropriate for us until we went to sleep. There were no movie trailers from that time that has these goats. He did not see these from anywhere except his dreams. He also never went into the forest. Peyton.
1: So, Aiden, I want to start with, you know, uh, we have Dave Spinks, who is an amazing friend of the show, and I would love for you to actually send us the address of this house. Oh, yeah. And he's he's amazing. If you go back a couple of episodes, you can hear him. One of the next episodes we have coming up is with Serenity Jenny, who is a psychic and a spiritualist. I think you should reach out to her regarding the luck and the the darkness that you seem like your family is taking forward from this.
0: Yeah, because... something could be attached or writing you. or yeah. Yeah.
1: Because if you feel that way, there's a degree of power that's given to something when you have those ideas. So I would heavily, heavily suggest sending us the address. We can reach out to Dave. If Dave can't or do it, I know he local knows people. There's
0: teams up in Wisconsin that I know. Yeah. So.
1: But separately, I haven't heard of this, but I can see I'm not as familiar with Native American lore. And I feel like this is probably something that goes into the Native American lore It does sound a little bit like a Wendigo, a little bit. Yeah, some,
0: especially, you know, hounding a child and all that. uh, Yeah. That, you know, the mix of Goatman, you know, is is similar. I think this, this smacks of some sort of negative presence, you know, of some sort of thing that just wants to cause misery and pain. And was even our fear type thing was feeding off the fear of the child. So exactly.
1: And sometimes things can take forms that they believe will cause the person who's viewing, seeing, sensing mm-hmm. them, the upset. So this might've been something concocted to create that ill effect, but please send us the address. Please, please. Yeah. Please yeah. Reach, us. reach
0: out to me if you want to keep it anonymous. That's fine too. Uh, even, even if you just kind of give us the general area a little better, I mean, you've given me kind of the, you know, what town and all that, I'm sure we can figure it out with a little bit of work, but if you can help direct, that would be amazing. And we can see if a team can get out there also, like I said, talk to you personally, because if this has followed you, then we need to make sure things are good where you're at. Um, I would say Jenny or some other spiritualist might be able to help, you know, uh, Phyllis, phyllis's or phyllis yeah Yeah.
1: i was gonna say we have several friends so Peyton, email us back give us the address if you're willing to and we will help get you to some people that are better equipped than mark and i to assist you through this process because that that is my my guess is that there's there's something not a ghost but something else attached
0: yep agreed and wow on that note gang i think we will uh Need a quick palate cleanser. Let's go to a commercial break. And we come back and we'll do some more of your guys' listener tales from Nightmare November. Destiny Beard, the lyrical soprano who will haunt your dreams. With her alluring
1: melodies and intricate harmonies, this dark siren of wistful song shall capture your soul and lead you into the night. Check out Destiny's new single, The Haunting Is Over, with international musicians Sam Haynes and Gary Bennett, as well as her other musical works at (laughs) destinybeard.com.
0: Eerie Appalachia. Gear up for a frightful jaunt into the darkest reaches of the ancient Appalachians. Folks deep within the Appalachian hollers lean close to the campfire to share stories of the inexplicable with hushed awe. Monsters rumbling in the hills, strange lights darting through the pitch-black night sky, horrible occurrences almost ineffable in their bizarre tragedy tall tales, you might say. Tell that to the Flatwoods monster in Braxton County, West Virginia, or the Goatman of Louisville. Look into his humanoid eyes and let him know you don't believe what are those apparitions in Mammoth Cave's Corpse Rock or the Satan Spawn known as the Jersey Devil? How do you respond when confronted by these mysteries? From the metaphysical energy that swirls near Serpent Mound in Ohio to Point Pleasant's Mothman Legacy, Mark Muncy and Carrie Schultz explore the dark history lurking in the shadows of Appalachia. Read by Mark Muncy, author and experts on strange folklore with appearances on shows such as Ancient Aliens, The Curse of Robert the Doll, and many, many more. Okay. We're back. We're, we're back. back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I needed a shower after that one. That one. Was... Oh,
1: I just, that was nope. And I'm sorry. You're going through that, Peyton. Yeah. Oh, Peyton.
0: Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. Please keep in touch. Please keep in touch. Okay.
1: So next one, this is from Mitzi. Hi, okay. Mitzi. Hi, Mitzi. Several years ago, I had a roommate. She kept coming to me and saying she was hearing people talking. She said she would look outside and check, to see if the TV had been left on and nothing. She said, I don't hear it all the time. I only hear it when I'm upstairs. Normally I would laugh and say it's an old house and the windows aren't great. Probably someone walking past the house. I hadn't heard anything. So I thought she was just hearing things. Well, one day I was upstairs. And like she said, it was like somebody having a conversation. I too looked for some explanation, but could find nothing. This continued for about a month. Well, ah, woo, mm-hmm. Nope okay the note hit me i was like i can do this i could
0: you were doing so good
1: <laughs> I was. oh i could already feel it coming okay okay yeah. okay well okay let's see two 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 i too looked for some explanation but could find nothing this continued for about a month then one night oh. at 2 a.m exclamation mark the loudest alarm sounded and it continued I checked the smoke detector, ADT nothing. Where the heck was this alarm coming from? I followed the sound and it appeared to be coming from the attic. Mm. Well, a month before, DirecTV had been in our attic running wires. Workman dropped his darn walkie-talkie. I love your show. The TV shows would have told her it was demons. (laughs) See you
0: on the other side, Mitzi. Ah. Why you always check the logical before you'd go jump into conclusions because yep, yeah, it would have been an interesting thing hearing weird voices, conversations. That sounds like a miracle battery in that walkie-talkie. I want that. Could you, know. you
1: imagine? Oh my gosh, because they'd be calling, they'd be saying the weirdest things. It would no, be you'd feeling just, like it was coming from everywhere. In the
0: wall, you know, in your attic, because it would have been in the insulation. You would have just you yeah. would have just heard, you know. Hey, Bob, I'm coming home. Yeah, all right, all right, Frank. Yeah, and you just be yeah. like... <laughs>
1: what? what was that? What was that? Oh, wow. You know what I have to say, too, is, you know, listeners, here's the thing. We love the fantastical. We love everything we hear about. We are champions of cryptids, all these things. But we will look for science first. And I think you'll hear that from a lot of our ghosts and a lot of true investigators, like ghosts, guests. Woo, yeah, yeah Ooh. yes Freudian yeah. no, slip there. Um, some of our ghosts
0: might go there too.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we want to look to make sure there isn't a scientific explanation for what is occurring before we look at the fantastical, because we're not saying it's not, and we're not going to go, oh, it has to be this. But you know, you always want to look and check. So, Mincy, yeah.
0: thank you for that ridiculously fun story. It was I really appreciated. It. I love it. So, if anybody has anything like that, we're happy to hear those too. So, Yeah. Uh, All right, gang. Let's see. Hey, Mark. Oh, hey. Uh, I wanted to share a story. In 1998, around September, my dad and I was coming down the Blue Ridge Parkway Mountains in Virginia, headed toward a small gas station to buy some things for us to cook when we saw a black panther crossing in front of us and it started changing into something else as it jumped over the rail. It was about 10 yards from the car, and I started getting nervous as my dad started slowing down. I told him to please keep going. This happened during the evening right before the sun started going down. I don't have any photos or video of the animal, just the memory. I sometimes dream about it. I don't remember the exact road, just wondering if anybody else has heard stories or seen something similar. I always hear you say report it, so here I am reporting it, Don. Well, hello, Don. Hi, Don. Thanks so much for sharing. My goodness. So, a 1998 Ember, Black Ridge Park, Blue Ridge Parkway in Virginia. Now, Blue Ridge Parkway, for those that don't know, follows the top of a bunch of mountains and, and like a lot of valleys. A lot of people love driving it because it is so scenic, right? So, it's perfect yeah. to drive along for that. Now, Black Panthers, they're considered extinct in North America, right? They yeah. Are, but we get reports of them quite a bit. They are considered a cryptid up here. They are considered, you know, you know, they try to say, oh, it's a bobcat. Oh, it's this. But no, everybody's like, nope, solid black was not a bobcat, you know. And the fact that you said yours started changing shape as it jumped over the railing, that reminds me of the classic wampus cat which is a shape-changing Native American story of a lady who witnessed a ceremony she wasn't supposed to witness and was cursed to be a shape-changing cat. And she would uh, be in the, and that was in that area. So, you know, you might've gotten lucky and seen a wampus cat. And they do have a tendency to haunt your dreams afterwards. So that would be my guess as a scientist type guess would be that you saw a you know a bobcat with a little extra dark fur because it was the sun going down so it could be a lot of things but wampus cat is actually where my head goes with that so
1: yes no i from the stories you've told i like that as well wampus cat well thank you very much don yeah thanks don okay here we go hi airy travels team Hi, hello, hello. Okay, this person wants to be kept anonymous, so no names, but hello, anonymous person. You'll know hello, who you are. Anonymous. I saw a lot of people posting the video of the Bigfoot caught on the train camera.
0: Oh, yeah. That oh, was yeah. A couple yeah, months ago, that was huge. That. And there was yeah. a big camp that, yes, this is real. And B, no, it's it's the Jack's Lynx costume. And it doesn't help that that train does a Bigfoot watching train Yo, that's totally goofy. So, yeah, yo, uh, yeah, that one's pretty much been debunked.
1: It's yeah. been debunked, but I digress into the story. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Back
0: to, the, back to the letter. Sorry.
1: Yes, that's okay. I don't believe it is real and it looks nothing like the one I saw in North Georgia last year. We agree with you. Yeah. Funny enough, I didn't even know about the Bigfoot Museum near there until you all mentioned it on your show. Oh, hey, well, we're yeah, glad we different. could mention it. We'll have to throw it in the show notes too. We love the Bigfoot Museum. The one I saw was while I was driving on 441 and I thought I saw a deer sprinting across the road. I slowed my rig. Oh, we're a truck driver. Okay. I slowed my rig to be safe in case there were more coming through. My headlights hit it and chasing it was a giant Bigfoot. It was twice. Yeah. I I know where 441 is. This is not this close to us, Mark. Yikes. Okay. Let's see. Woo. Okay. Twice the size of a deer, probably eight or nine feet tall. Oh, As a beast. It, yeah, that, that's about right. It took three giant steps across the road and vanished right into the woods behind the deer. It had black hair, but it was moving fast. It was almost see-through. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a thought, but I'm going to continue. Yeah. This. Say, didn't
0: this sound this like Sally's story? This was yeah, we had the interview with Sally. I, this was the email that I had just seen before that so
1: okay i had to do a double take but it was already gone i thought about stopping and looking for prints but i didn't have anything to measure or cast them i'm a trucker not a bigfoot hunter i didn't even believe in them until this i made a note of the time and the mile marker on my log to check the dash cam the weird thing was that my dash cam stopped working about five minutes before this and after Ah. i triple checked. i just got heebie-jeebies Okay, there's no way to turn that off except by the boss man. We were both so sad the cam didn't catch it after I told him what we were looking for. He told me to listen to you all. Well, thank you, boss (laughs) man, whoever you are. You're the best boss ever. You are. You are (laughs) the best boss. Okay, so I've listened to you and you say that Bigfoot might be something not physical like a ghost. I think you're right. It was such a crazy experience. I kind of hope to try to see it again, but I'm also afraid to. I'm a believer now. My friend told me about your show and your books. I'm hooked. Keep me anonymous, as my boss doesn't want people to know.
0: I uh, understand,
1: yeah. anonymous, but I'm going to go with my vote. Mark, do you want to go first, or do you want me to? Well,
0: my vote is that you saw Bigfoot. Yeah, my vote would... is
1: you saw Dogman.
0: Oh, okay. You're going Dogman.
1: I am, only because... <laughs> Of the nature, uh, and th- not that Bigfe- Bigfoot yeah. can't have dark hair, but that's It does
0: what mirror Sally's sighting quite a bit that we discussed on the dog man, where it was chasing a deer. Yeah, I don't
1: know if Bigfoot are known for trying to corral the animals onto the road to get them as easier prey, because that's what Sally, yeah, who what has saying. a yeah. lot of experience, we're not going to use the word expert because she doesn't want yeah. it used either, but. Um, A lot of experience with this. And that's what
0: that sounds like. The odd thing, though, is the dash cam where the dash cam stopped working for five minutes. You know, and and I know those rigs, those dash cams are legally required for the insurance on the rigs and that they are literally controlled by corporate. So the fact that it was deleted before the boss man even looked at it and you guys, he was excited to look for it too. Yeah, that's what gets me where I'm like, okay, this might be something that may have been a little less physical.
1: I mean, and it's true and we don't know and we don't know what effects some of these have because this has been part of the whole thing is that there seems to be something around electronic fields and some of these different things and it's even true with um people who have ghost experiences and stuff like they can hear a, something talking or whatever clear as day but if they turn on something to record it nothing records
0: you know yeah yeah that's why that was my immediate thought with that is like ha huh. but uh, now there are like again this is kind of like the ufo factions where there's some they're earthly they're not earthly and the you know bigfoot community there's they're flesh and blood and then there's the ones that are like "Ooh, it's a little crazy so i i think this is something that again is between the lines these are things falling in the cracks and that's why it's so difficult to get documentation and stuff on that forum so yeah,
1: but thank you for telling us and thank you for becoming a traveler
0: yeah and hope you keep up and uh maybe you know the boss can uh, recommend us to some other people too so shout out to the boss get the whole whole fleet listening to us that way you guys can all talk so you can tell them hey we talked about you without mentioning you by name but yes
1: as you see you say anonymous to us you stay anonymous to us
0: my turn greetings travelers hey greetings Greetings, travelers it took me 22 years before i saw my family's holler monster yay mark (laughs) i feel your pain about your bench leg monster Yes, I love this letter already. Thank you so much. Uh, My family is from the backwoods near Boonesboro. okay. We were told as kids that there was a giant monster that hides in the caves near the river near us. It was supposedly summoned by the local native Indians to attack old Fort Boonesboro because they wanted revenge on Daniel Boone. The creature was supposed to be 10 foot tall and covered in muddy fur from living in the river. It smelled like fish as it only ate the giant catfish nearby. The creature had green glowing eyes and carried a large stump like a club. It could jump from the highest trees and then swing its club to knock you out. It was trained to fight anybody in a coonskin cap. (laughs) Wow. I was told it had the head of an owl and the body of a giant ape. Its arms are supposed to be longer than its legs, and it could run on all fours if needed to catch you. It could also stay underwater for days waiting for prey. Wow. My papa said he and his brother once shot it as it chased them home with a rifle, and it didn't flinch. They only got away because they made it to the farm, and it seemed afraid of the music coming from the house. We were told to always keep the radio on at night. Keep away the boon Devil.
1: Ooh, I just got the oh do you see oh, the goosebumps?
0: Man. Yeah oh, oh. I heard a few more stories over the years of people seeing it or it chasing cars. One story I heard from my aunt was that it grabbed her new dress that she was drying and it jumped up into a tree with it. she never saw it again. And now finally my story in 2020 we were Wait, tired one of being... second,
1: Mark before he yep. tells his story have you ever heard of the boo and Devil?
0: I had heard a couple stories about it, but not this detailed. And it's one of those, like I said, I have never heard this variant of it. We need to make a of note a,
1: of it of a, so we can do some more research. Hopefully, yeah, because
0: this is this is yeah, my fam. Cause... This is this is what I live for: is these weird monsters like this, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. So, I, the you know look, head of an owl with the body of a giant ape that's similar to grafton monster or or uh even mothman without the wings yeah so. you know
1: what i you know what? he said something in this that i i wanted to touch on and then absolutely let's get to his part of the story but it's interesting because he said the word summoned and yeah. if we look at our thoughts about there being multiverses right right where things are different in different verses it just leads down to like could you summon something from another Dimension Universe whatever to yeah. bring it over because it could be something from over there that's not here normally and they through yeah. whatever rituals managed to bring
0: it over it's just an interesting thought to have this Maybe- is reminding me of a Manitou story I heard once and uh I did you know and Daniel Boone supposedly once uh met you know as we've discussed he's a big teller of tall tales people say but he says he plots of these crazy creatures and things like that, that, uh, you know, he killed the Yehu, right? We discussed that and everything. So Boondevil, I like, I like the name. And and I like that it chases people with coonskin caps. Yeah. That's a, that's a fad that needed to go away faster than it did. So.
1: (laughs) Well, and it's very interesting because it was, it appears to have been brought for a specific purpose. And then unfortunately, cool. You brought it for that, but you didn't quite resolve what to do when you didn't need it anymore, which is, I feel the the beginning of most horror stories. So anyway, okay, continue on.
0: In 2020, we were tired of being locked up due to COVID. So my sister and I went out into the woods behind the house just to get some air. It was early April and it was a nice spring day. She wanted to go to the creek nearby, the barn, and I followed her. We got there and heard a strange bellow like a lion. I thought someone must have a big cat as a pet like Tiger King nearby. <laughs> and it echoed all the way here. Oh my God, I love that. That's a logical thing to think. I you know yeah. I people I do that. Yeah. Uh, then I turned to see if my sister had heard it. She was standing frozen like a deer caught in headlights. I went towards her And I could smell dead fish. I knew what I was about to experience, and I froze just like her. It was climbing up the big tree near the forest line. It was huge and covered with brown fur. I thought this must be a monkey or a gorilla. And then it turned its head, and glowing red eyes looked right at me. My sister whispered, it looks like Mothman. Just as it jumped to the next tree, and then another and in a second it was gone deep into the forest. We felt like the spell was broken and we both screamed and ran back home. I didn't even try to get a picture because we were so scared. When we got home, we told our parents what we saw. They said it was the boon devil. I suddenly realized all the stories made sense. So here I am telling you, should I report it to a Bigfoot page, a cryptid page, or a ghost page? Thanks for sharing so many stories on your show and in your book. It made me happy to share mine, Lawrence. Wow! Wow! Holy or,
1: Lawrence! We're we're going to be reaching out to you because we're going to have to investigate this yeah. further. And in- anybody
0: else who knows anything about the Boone Devil, please reach out to us because this alone sounds like a new chapter in a new book, or or definitely. Well, we
1: book. we are working on. Our surprise project's coming up that we're going to announce.
0: Moonsboro is definitely on the list now. Yeah, so what did you see? I think you saw your family monster. You know, is it a gorilla? You know, it acted like one, but I don't know gorillas that sound like lion roars.
1: Well, you know, the interesting part is the smelling, but this could be kind of a variation on what, because Mothman is supposed to really, honestly, outside of the wings, look like
0: a Sasquatch. I mean, he does. Yeah, with, a, he just... with a sunken head and red, big red eyes. This Maybe. Is, this is like a tree climbing Mothman or, 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 you big know, tool. Grafton monster. It's, they're all in that area. So, yeah. you know, this is, we, we've got the stump jumpers and all them. They're like smaller versions of this. This sounds like a big one. So,
1: yeah. Um, what is where, I, do you, where he asked where to report it
0: though? So, what do yeah, you think so, he
1: should report? I it? think,
0: uh, again, Bigfoot page, good place to report. Reporting it to us is great because I'm going to share it with a couple teams in that area, see if they know anything about it. Uh, I would recommend, yeah, you, 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 asked about encrypted pages or ghost pages. There are quite a few Facebook pages out there that all those would be possible ones. If you don't mind, you remember when you report to a basic page sometimes you're going to get some trolls but for the most part people interested in this and they're a part of those groups really want to discuss these things so you will probably find you'll have a lot more people liking this and wanting to talk about this than people wanting to poo poo it and and talk down to you i think this is definitely the way i would go
1: and lawrence we will be reaching out because i believe on one of mine and mark's journeys we're going to need to come see. What you're yeah. talking about? Yeah, We're going to so
0: go area exactly. That would be fantastic. And yes. again, we have we have teams in that area that would love to look into that.
1: So that's exciting. Thank you, Lawrence.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. That's exactly what we want, people. Yes, give yeah. us give us more of that. So
1: yes, okay. Here we go. My wife and I had a run. This is an anonymous one. Okay. Okay. So my wife and I had a run in with what I can only describe as a dire wolf tonight. Mm. Ooh. So we should probably explain what a dire wolf is.
0: They are from um, history. You know, they were not invented by, by fantasists. They were large wolves. They were some of the early mammals of our historical record. They were, I would say, what, about as big as a mastiff, maybe a little bigger. They're, they're pretty big. They're They're bigger than a normal wolf, which wolves are pretty darn big. We just got our pictures with one out at uh that recent convention
1: yeah no i think the whole thing about direwolves at a time was people even said that you could potentially ride
0: them as a mount. Yeah, that's, that's keeping how big in mind were people doing. were small much horse.
1: tinier than yeah. we are now
0: yeah so. so small horse yeah archaeologically they were supposedly still living in europe and africa until almost modern time
1: yeah okay no, so let's absolutely. go back to this letter okay Rick. Okay, so back to the story. Here we go. And I don't mean some Game of Thrones stuff. I mean, archaeological record. Okay. Like we just discussed. Yep. Yeah. So we were driving home through eastern North Carolina. Thank you for being on the other side of the state. That was my add-in. And it darted out in front of our car and onto the side road where I got a good look at it in profile. I was wearing my night driving glasses, so I didn't see coloration, but my wife said it looked tan like a deer with a lighter belly. And at that size, that's what my first thought was. But deer don't have long tails. And the profile view I had as I drove by was absolutely canine. And living in the woods here all my life, I know it wasn't a bear of any kind. I just want to share somewhere that this happened. Thank you for sharing that with us. And want you to invite anyone who might have had a similar encounter sh- to share their story. Absolutely, they should share their story. Also, I don't want to say any more detail on where it was cited. If I saw what I think I saw, I don't want any trigger-happy idiots looking for a trophy. <laughs> Anonymous by request. Yeah. I appreciate that because I
0: don't want that either yeah no none of us want that dire
1: wolf mark man
0: yeah now i will eastern north carolina my immediate thought is there's an old legend out there and we it's in our new book coming up it's called the beast of bladenboro and it was a giant wolf-like dog that was vampiric And it would drain the blood out of everything it killed instead of eating them. It would literally just lash into their flesh with almost kind of like Dungeons and Dragons style Displacer Beast where it had the tentacles. Oh, yeah. It's something like that where it had things that came off its back and would latch on to the creature as if the four paws weren't big enough and it's giant. And then it would drain the blood of the creature and then bound off. So that's that's the folklore monster in that area. And that's awfully similar to that uh, dire wolves. Yes, we get lots of stories of people seeing large dogs that are impossibly large and are loose yeah. in the woods. And some you now coyotes, dogs, and wolves can intermingle and create larger versions of themselves, and so they can get surprisingly big. And wolves are giant. If you've ever actually seen one, they do get big now hey, the dire wolves and game of thrones are even bigger and bigger this this could be a very large dog or wolf i would like to know exactly where i know you're for reasons you don't want to put that in but um yeah, it'd be nice to see because yeah i've we've heard stories like that very similar
1: so uh, very cool that sounds like a really cool thing you got to see and thank you for sharing that with us yes. we love that you shared it with us Yeah, that was fantastic. I guess
0: this is the last one, Erica.
1: The last one, but man, these have been amazing.
0: These have been really good. Thank you, gang, so much for sharing these. Oh my gosh. All right. So I live in a very active area in Northeast Texas. It began shortly after we moved in in April, 2017 and continues to this day. We found multiple tracks of various sizes, from 23 inches to 19 inches, and a few 13 to 14 inches. We've heard what sounds like the call of a large elk. several howls that turn to screams, then roars that will vibrate your insides, all in what seems like one giant breath. We've had something hit the side of our mobile home and shake the whole place, only to rush outside and find nothing. We've set out a game camera to no avail, Once we captured a shadow just outside of the light and thought we could see the occasional eye shine like the entity was blinking. Another time we had something come just behind the camera and growl in a long, low, menacing growl. We've had several dogs come up missing. I found a footprint by the creek bank that looked human, except it was narrow and the toes ended in claws. This print has puzzled me for five years, as it was the only one we found at that time. It is clearly not the print of a Sasquatch known to be in these woods. Dave. Wow, David. Thank you. It definitely sounds like you're in a very active area in Northeast Texas.
1: Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. What I'd be curious to know, David, is have you had any Bigfoot hunters. And when I say hunters, I always mean the people looking for evidence from a scientific standpoint to this area. And if not, would you be open to it? Because if you'd be open to it, we have some friends.
0: Oh yeah. We've got connections. We've got teams that would be happy to head out there to try to document. It sounds like you've seen multiple tracks. I'll reach out and see if you've got, you know, like some pictures you want to share of the tracks or anything. Now the call that sounds like a large elk that turns to a scream and then a roar and it literally shakes you we've heard that that's a common sound that people associate now with bigfoot because it it literally is almost like an infrasound it it shakes you to your core it's this big rumble deep deep rumble it's crazy yeah that's not uncommon Now the fact that something hit the side of your home and shook the whole home, that's, that's scary. That's scary. I, you know, anything that hits the house, I understand your, your fear there. So now trail cams, they're hit or miss at best. I mean, you can, even the best ones on the market have trouble getting a possum that's right in front of them. So yeah, it's, we, we love Trocams, but we also know they are what they are.
1: No, it's true. And aren't Sasquatch known for throwing yeah. things?
0: Throwing things and trying to chase you out of their territory. So, Yeah, uh,
1: that's what it kind of sounds, sounds like.
0: Yeah, this also sounds a little aggressive. So that concerns me. Now, the long you know, footprint, very long, thin, with narrow toes, that suddenly makes me lean more Dogman.
1: Well, and you know, what's interesting. So like I that. thought Dogman when I heard that, too. And then that makes me wonder
0: if this family's in the middle of a territory dispute. Oh, that's quite possible. In Northeast Texas, you got both. Like he says, he knows it's in a Sasquatch area. But yeah, I think maybe you got other things going on. You're not too awful far from uh, certain uh, tribal monsters out in that area, too. So yeah, I would be definitely on my toes. Sounds like you are. I'm sorry you lost a few dogs, but please reach out to us. Let us know who can, who we can send out to help, you know, and to document.
1: We would love to have that and And we would love to see any photos.
0: Yeah. If you don't want to do that, you don't want to draw that much attention to the area and all that, you can definitely report anonymously. Yeah. You don't even have to put the exact location, just put something near it. We just had, uh, literally today, the BFRO had a sighting that was in Gainesville, And they didn't want to put exactly where in Gainesville, Florida. So they just put Gainesville, you know, and we know it was on the outskirts, but that's all we need to know. But that, you know, totally.
1: And if you do share it with us, we would literally only share it with who you approved us to share it with Hunter, Hunter wise, because we don't want people's personal spaces invaded. I mean, they
0: are homes. That's not worth it. So no, no. And yeah. And you, you know, you don't. Yo, you're not. We're not going to record the next episode of Skinwalker Ranch on your house. But Absolutely David, not. Don't get me started on that. We're going to do an episode yeah. at some point, but ooh, yeah. ooh. David, thank you so much for reporting that, and all of you listeners, thank you so much, fellow travelers. Thank you so much for sharing these with us and sharing these with the other listeners because these are amazing. Yes. And this is this is, uh, this is what we do it for. I am super excited to look up the uh, Boone Devil. And see what i can find uh yeah <laughs> uh, no
1: i'm i'm super excited i hope we get to go to where this is yeah. it would be my first exploration into some of these holler monsters into so a holler monster cool. yeah
0: exactly that's that was that'll be fun we'll, we'll take you along and we will of course take you along listeners so as always please do the things like share subscribe that everybody says it really does make all the difference Turn on that little bell to get those notifications. That really helps. Set on the auto downloads. That way, when you are driving to these places that are out of the way, you don't lose signal and you don't lose the episode. You can keep listening because as we drive around to some of these hollers, sometimes the signal goes out and I'm in the middle of a a podcast and I go, oh, I forgot to download this one. So, So do that yourselves. And Paranormality Magazine, again, you can go visit them. Please vote for us for their top 10 podcasts. And if you use the code TRAVELS while you're there, get yourself something nice, they'll give you 10% off and that'll let them know we sent you. And Erica, you have anything else to say about these letters?
1: No, I just want to say the same thing. I love getting them. I love that people share their stories with us. And I love that people feel safe in sharing their stories. Please, if you don't want us to mention your name, we will never mention your name. These are thoroughly entertaining. They also freak me out. So we get a combination of both aspects. So listeners, thank you for giving me a range of emotional responses. Oh, yeah. Sometimes physical responses to your stories. Mark can tell you from being around me, my goosebumps will go through the roof and I get freaked out. So, oh,
0: man, and she's got that uh, involuntary when you kind of laugh when you're scared. I love that when you do this. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, yes. Laughing while I'm
1: terrified. I hear yep, some yep. of these stories and I'm like, nope, burn the house down. Move it yeah,
0: Nuke the site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. So, But yeah. gang, oh, thank you so much for everything. This has been a crazy year. Nightmare November still going on. And we're getting ready for the long, dark nights of December coming up. This has been an incredible journey. Thank you, Daylight Savings Time, for letting us have sunset while I'm having lunch. And uh you know, when you're out there at night, gang, and you hear whistling in the woods, you know, make sure you bring your shoes inside because you don't want scorpions or anything to get them. And uh, you know, be careful of the boon devil. And as always, check your attic for leftover walkie-talkies from DirecTV installers. And with that, gang.